Our vision is that Girls Brigade Northern Ireland will be recognised as a dynamic, relevant, Christ-centred organisation effectively reaching out to all girls to value, nurture and equip them for life. I really hope you enjoy listening to this episode. Good morning and welcome to the Girls Brigade podcast. Today we have the very special Tracy, who has now just been recently elected as our chairperson of Girls Brigade Northern Ireland. And we'd just like to welcome you, Tracy. How are you today? Great, thank you. Well, Tracy, we're just going to jump straight into it. Um, so what company are you actually involved in? I am involved in a little company in Killaleigh, Killaleigh Girls Brigade. Killaleigh County Down, which is about 20 miles south of Belfast and the same sort of distance coming up from Newcastle, just literally on the, the shores of Strangford Lock, looking over the sea. That sounds lovely. It sounds like a lovely place. So it has, I have to say, I don't think I've been in Killaleigh, so <laughs> I'll have to go. It's a very, very pretty place to come and visit. And we actually have the oldest lived in castle in Northern Ireland. The same family live in the castle and have done for over 400, 400 years in various shapes and form. In. Wow. So it's rather nice. And right. I'll have coffee shop right. next to it if you're having a look. <laughs> Sounds lovely. I'll definitely have to come and see. So what's it like being the captain of Kelly Lay GB? Is an interesting occasion, I suppose. Um, but it's not even necessarily that it is the role of a captain as much as it's the same role for any of the leaders or anybody taking on some sort of, of connection or commitment to Girls Brigade. Big difference, it, you know, we all get to, to work with one another, we get to work with the girls, spend time together, share ideas and, and things like that, and hopefully to help to develop the, the girls to become strong, independent young women with a real passion for, for Jesus. Big difference being a captain as opposed to a leader, paperwork. <laughs> Everyone loves doing paperwork, don't they? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so and how long have you actually been the captain then of Killaleigh? I became the captain in Killaleigh in 2006, so about 15 years um, as, as the captain. And then I was an officer, became an officer in 1985. Um, I had a little break for a few years whenever I went over to England, but then was an officer whilst I was over in England as well. So since 1985. What would be um, one of your earliest memories or even one of your fondest memories of your journey through Girls Brigade? We're going to go back even further than 1985, a whole lot further back to start on, on that particular journey. I joined Girls Brigade as a precocious two-year-old in 1968. My big sister was coming to, to join the company. My mum said, you can't go, you're too young. And the captain at the time said, let her stay, let her see how she gets on. If she manages to keep up with the other girls and not get in the way, she can stay. Otherwise, you can take her home. So just to prove a point, I made sure that I could keep up. And I'm still trying to do that now. That's amazing. So at the age of two, you were keen to be part of Girls Brigade then? Scared of missing out, I think, probably more than anything else. 
I wanted to prove that I could do what my big sister could do. Yeah, I was going to say, especially if you have an older sibling at it, you're probably like, I'm going to be involved. So, um, so can you describe your um, company in three words? Killalay is a small company. We're not one of the big shiny companies. So small is probably the, the first words that I would use to describe our company. Because it's small and because we have fewer officers perhaps who be take on the roles in some of those big companies, in lots of ways we're family too. Mm -hmm. And over the years, people have stayed with us and, and it is family, not just the leadership, but also the girls that come to us. We have a village where parents send their girls because they were there and grandparents have been involved. We have that history that goes along with it. So yeah. my second word would be family. family. The families that come to us and the family that we are. And we're unique. Even though Girls Brigade has companies all over the place, we're following the same programme with the same aims and the, the vision. We all offer something just that's special to, to us and unique to, to us. And I think if you went to visit any company, you'd see lots of similarities, but those wee differences, that those uniqueness coming through. So there. Yeah, no, small but... family and unique are my three words. Small family and unique. Well, that's that's lovely. Um, those are lovely sentiments that were behind each one of those, um, the words that you were saying there. Again, with your journey coming through Girls Brigade, or even now as you have been captain, um, has there been anyone that has been an influence to yourself? I would, but there are lots of people who have, have created, been influences over for the over the years. Um, from a starting point, that that thing that I mentioned initially, who, who let me come to Girls Brigade, a, a, a very lovely lady called Alice Gilmore. She um. She has remained in, in contact with the company right the way through, even whenever she, she was no longer the captain of the company. She always showed an interest. She's an elder in, in the Presbyterian Church that the, the Girls' Brigade Company is affiliated to. And in her role of elder, she would always come at least a couple of times a year just to pop in and to see how we are and just to check that we're still doing things the way that we should be doing them and that we, we, she approves of them. And actually this year, the church has a vacancy for a minister and Alice is going to take on the role of chaplain for us as well. So she kind of is, is that influence in, in the background there, just, just taking things over. But beyond that, um, any time you go to another company, you go to, and, and over the last few years, as I've started to get involved, maybe at the district levels and, and even into to GBNI, there are just so many amazing and visionary leaders out there and continually just kind of go, wow. And that, that's the oldies that have all of that depth of knowledge and experience just that they can share and, and they can pass on. And the, the newbies that are coming through, the girls who look after the youth forum with just that passion and enthusiasm, and you can, this is going to be in good hands in the years to come. This organization has, has got that depth that, that there are people who, who love it in a way that it, it's going to carry forward with the ethos and the aims that Girls Brigade really has and always has had as we're going through. So maybe not anyone in particular, but lots of people that I'm continually kind of going, oh, wow. 
or they great. <laughs> well, no, that that's really good to hear that there's not just one person you're constantly being um, inspired and you're being influenced as well, you know, and being supported as well um, in lots of different ways from lots of different companies and lots of different girls and leaders. Um, so just this is maybe a bit more difficult or maybe not to you, but we sometimes ask, why do you um, volunteer as a GB leader? I love it. I, I genuinely love Girls Brigade and the people that are involved in it and the girls and, and just this last 18 months, whenever we haven't necessarily been able to do it, really missed it. And I'm so looking forward to kind of getting back and, and into it. I, I just think that particularly in the world that we live in now, Mm-hmm. Girls Brigade and those those principles and those aims that, that are at the centre of, of everything that we do, the, the, the vision that we have and, and the purpose for the organisation just gives that good grounding to, to girls, many of them who don't come from church families and for them, this is maybe the only opportunity that they hear about, about God, about the Bible, about Jesus and, and that the, the the, the life that's offered for you in, inside there. And it just, I, I think that those sorts of things, whenever something positive comes out or you see a success story for some of the, the, the girls that have been become through, um, we have a, a new girl, a, a new young, young lady who's, who's coming to, to help us this year as, as a leader. And it's somebody that was in the company as a very little girl whenever I came back to Northern Ireland and came back to the company. You know, and you kind of go from, from that little girl through to this, this woman who's, who's prepared to, to stand up and, and to take on a leadership role. And you kind of go, do you know, that's, that's nice. That's, that's good. And, and you kind of see the value in, in all of that. Yeah, the value. Yeah, the value of that. You know, that person's wanting to continue on, not wanting <laughs> to go off and do their own thing. So, um, you spoke there, and obviously, one of the biggest obstacles in the last year and um has been COVID. Um, has there been any? Would you say there's any other obstacles that your um your company would face down in Kelly Lay? The world is different. People's priorities are different, and there are so many other activities, opportunities, and just things for people to, to do that it's it's about people and, and families maybe making that decision to actually commit to, to Girls Brigade. And so making making the organization and making our company relevant and, and somewhere that the girls want to come to is, is always going to be a hurdle particularly since we don't necessarily offer all of those shiny, trendy things that lots of, of, of one-offs can do. Um, so, so that's prob- probably the, the, the big thing, that, that just how can we fit into that while still standing out with, with what we want to, to be and not make us just the same as, as everybody else. Um, social pressures, particularly for the older girls, the school that they go to and the friends that they get and GB just not necessarily being cool anymore is, is something that, that we we have always always struggled with in, in, in Killalay. Um, and I think part of that perhaps is that we're getting more and more girls who don't come from church families. And, and so 
it's not something that you do as, as part of your, your church family. So they, they're coming to us completely outside of, of anything else that they're, they're doing. And again, we just, as the girls get older, if they're not coming from that support network, they don't always then get the push to continue with things. And, and it's, it's, it's just working with that to, to, to try and, and to build up those relationships in, in any way that we can. Well, that's like um, some of the other people that I've chatted to just in general, even being out when competitions are happening, you just have a chat to them and it is, that's what they say, keeping the girls coming and how many are on church backgrounds and, you know, don't have that support from home and stuff. And it, that is something that a lot of companies are facing um, at this time. So over lockdown, you know, were you engaging with your girls in any way? Were you used trying Zoom nights? We we didn't actually go down the online route. Um, and I, I think part of that was we thought initially that be a few weeks and then we'll be back in again. And, and so we, we didn't start off with that. Um, we did, we, we do have some social media connections. So we have a, a public Facebook page and then we have a Facebook group mm-hmm. so just for the, the, the parents or the, the, the members of, of the company. So we would have put little posts up. We would have sent maybe activities and challenges and things just into our, our private group. Mm-hmm. We sent out activity packs with craft things inside it and various challenges and, and looked for maybe photographs or comments coming back from the girls as we went through. But it was all it was all very ad hoc, I think, really. But um, we, we, we just we decided that we we are we are small um we don't have a, a large number of, of officers necessarily to, mm-hmm. to take on on board with all of those things um, and we just thought we, we did we just kept thinking it's only going to be for a little while by longer and then we'll get back up at it so it was more packs to be sent out and, and activities and things like that that we did and we did those about i think four or five times just throughout the the, the session just to see how things were, were getting on I think a lot of people were hoping it was just going to be a short period and then everyone would be back. As we're moving back into the face-to-face meetings with the girls, so is, what are you looking forward to for this year? To- I think in the, in the first instance, just to be able to see one another, to, to be in a room with human beings and to be able to engage, to have that element of silliness and just sheer joy that goes along with with not having to worry about technology or doing something for the forcing yourself to do something or or pushing through um and in a normal year we would obviously be be quite focused on following the gb program and following the scripture program knowing that there's an exam at the end of it all or that they have to learn things and do you know i i think this year we're just going to be so pleased to be back with one another that we're going to have fun and we're going to forget about all of the, the GB things that you have to do in, in terms of, of where you're, you're going with it. So yeah. if we want to play silly games or if we want to just spend some time chatting or whatever it is that we want to do, I, I think we're, we're just going to see how it goes and, and see, see where it leads us in, in terms of what we're doing. Yeah, but so- just let the parents have an opportunity to, to connect with one another too. Yeah, that's what I was just about to say. They're almost like a year of reconnecting with everyone and just getting back to yeah. each other in public and seeing each other in a space that's safe and fun for the girls is um, key, isn't it? 
So that was great to hear about your life in the, your GB company in Killyleigh. So um, now I just want to ask a few questions about, or one or two questions about um, your new role as chairperson. Okay. <laughs> like how, what, how are you feeling about being the chairperson of um, Girls Brigade? I'm a wee bit shell-shocked. I'm still trying to figure out how it happened. Um, and excited by it all. And it, it is, it's a, it's a real honour actually for anybody to even have considered that I had the potential to do the, the, the job. Um, and I know that it sounds really bizarre that, you know, I've just been elected chair and I'm going to say, I don't really like to be at the centre of things or to be the front, which is a ridiculous thing to say in my new role. But my place of comfort would be standing alongside or, or doing. So if there was an event, I would happily move chairs or to, as opposed to being the, 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 the face and, and the welcome. So I'm a wee bit terrified. I'm a wee bit excited. And I'm, I'm a wee bit delighted that, that people have, have put their trust in me to, to do it. And I just really hope that uh, I do the job in the way that it, it should be done. Well, I think you will be able to do the job. <laughs> so do um yes, and it's just like a completely fresh start for you. It's something new for you. Um, as we move out of COVID and towards more normal day life, I'm sure your role will a lot of people will start to see you about, and I'm sure you'll be happy for people to come over and chat and say hello to you. Um, so you will be. Um if there's if there's cake and buns involved in any of that, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah, that yeah, I'd be there too with you on the game. <laughs> We're actually coming to the end. So we are, Tracy. Um, I'm sure you're glad to hear that. We do, I don't know if you maybe have seen on our Instagram or on our Facebook, we haven't maybe been updating it just as regularly, but we do worship Wednesday. Is there um anything you'd like to request that we could put up for you from a hymn to a worship song that you there is actually and again, I suppose. Going back to that kind of history of this, this isn't my request, but this is kind of a story behind the, the thought process, whatever I was going through. We have a, a hymn that we sing in Girls Brigade in Killalay, um, What a Friend We Have in Jesus. And I always thought it was the GB hymn and only discovered kind of at a later date. Actually, no, it's nothing to do with the GB. It just so happened that that captain that I mentioned, it was her favourite hymn and we sang it at everything. And it still kind of features now as, as we go through. But the, the song that I would really like to, to request in, in the, the, the Worship Wednesday is um, Build Your Kingdom Here by the Rand Collective. I, I just think the words are amazing. I love the song. And again, don't have an awful lot of musicality, but I, I just think it's, it's a real, really powerful message that it, that it comes through with, with it. So that would be my choice. Yeah. Well, we can, we can, I can tramp out both of them up. So the people <laughs> here, um, what a friend we have in Jesus. And definitely we'll be able to put up the Ren Collective one for yourself. Do you have a, uh, like a Bible passage that has been a great support to you? There's, there's something, I suppose, that um, thinking just about my, my new role and, and kind of the position within it and things. Um, Joshua 24 verse 15 is, is one that, that talks about um, making a choice. And, and so 
whether it's it's scary or whether it's it's something that becomes easy for you. But that where it, it's talking about um, the, the, the last the last section of the, of the verse, actually, where it says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. And, and that's kind of what I want to do with, with the new role, really, that, I, that I've got and kind of the, the message that I'm, I'm choosing to, to serve and, and to be that, that, that voice, um, hopefully, that is, is there for Grand Brigade. I will try and I'll try and post that as well. So we have the Bible verse as well. But no, I'd just like to say a big thank you um, for taking part in our podcast. Um, I know we had a bit of a difficulty. <laughs> um, but no, thank you so much um, for taking the time out. We will look forward to seeing you develop in your new role. So we will, Tracy. Okay. Thank you ever so much. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for listening to this episode. We would love it if you could share this podcast with others. If you would like to find out more about GB, check out our website, gbni.co.uk. You can also keep up to date with us by following us on Facebook, Instagram and Twitter.